Having football down to a science starts with having sleep down to a science. Because the better you sleep, the better you show up on game day. That's why NFL players rely on the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. It senses their movement and automatically adjusts to keep them effortlessly comfortable. And it tracks vital sleep metrics like average heart rate and average breath rate, so they know exactly how well they slept. It tackles the science. All they have to do is sleep. Don't miss our Labor Day weekend special. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Toplessrobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 26 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. Hi, boys! <laughs> oh, boy. Yeehaw, partner. It's all downhill from here. It really is. It really, really is. Anyway, uh, it has been a week. Um, is it? Hasn't it always been it, a week? It's always it been a week. Has, are you know. sure? That's why I... <laughs> week. I, I just, mm, yeah. I just keep reminding myself that it's been a week. Is that how you like track your passage of time? Like, yes. <laughs> just now has been a week. Yeah. Wakes up every Sunday. It's been a week. Oh, um, I, One I, I, unit I do, of time has passed. <laughs> I do have a, sp- a special message to pass along to Dan from one of our viewers uh, oh, who, yes. who uh, messaged me. He told me to say, uh, Dan, you suck. Oh, thank you. All right. You crying yet? He, Keep them coming. He, yeah. he, he, why couldn't the special friend call the, the phone yeah, number? Yeah, I, I mean. We have a phone number. Because he has called because he's num- already a number called, of times. Oh. He's already called like twice. And here's yeah, okay. the thing. You know, this is off. my first podcast. So just like this is baby's first steps. Like that's his first steps in the insult game. <laughs> I want him to get better with each week. <laughs> or, I believe. It's that get good culture and yeah. deep ingra- deeply it, ingrained it's in It's all you, practice. It? Every bit. <laughs> Are you, I want to do a training montage uh, with that, you and him, and just like, no, not good enough. Your a, mom is fat. No, that's that's no bad. Every 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 bit, every day, we stray further from God's light. That's how yes. I'm trying to be. Um, <laughs> so uh, this week saw the uh, first full trailer of uh, Good Omens, which looks great. Yes, it does. I'm so very, excited. Very I will good. watch and vigorously consume anything that's Neil Gaiman. Related. I I I need to read Forever the book and ever and ever um, and ever. Yeah, I've been audiobooking it. I I have only read one of his books. Uh, I read American Gods. I refuse to believe that there's a book you haven't read, Brooks. <laughs> you know, you've only read contrary to popular books. belief, the Brooks that inhabits this multiverse. Ah, okay. Uh, only has a finite amount of time to read. Um, I haven't. Uh, I thought that you would read uh, several books at a time, have them all out on pedestals, and. No. And just flip. I don't off, have them on the pedestals. <laughs> he sits in a room in a meditation stance with his eyes closed, and as he hums, he draws information from the multiverse into his <laughs> mind. <laughs> Therein it's lies big. the issue: is that he can't always make sense of everything he's bringing in. It becomes a word salad. Yeah. And sometimes knowledge is lost to his imperfections. Are you, so do you basically read books like Goku gathers energy from the universe for spirit bomb? Is well, that only only if I roll a ten or below? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's one Dragon Ball Z reference. You're not allowed one for the rest of the year. Uh, that was a good one. I'll Dra- take it. Dragon Ball Z. The um, I haven't read any of his books, but I read San- Sandman when I was a kid. Oh, uh, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. No. <laughs> oh boy. No. Become no. No. Make oh Tyler my God. Funny. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I am very excited for that. Uh, it, it's, you know, gave us our first real uh, signs of the plot, uh, as opposed to the teasers, which established the relationship between Crowley and uh, uh, Zerophel. I would argue that the first real signs of the plot were the, in the book, but uh, that's... <laughs> That's just me. Because we're not talking about the book. I would First assume all, that fuck you. contextually you'd figure that out. You know, when I, when we have when we have our book club, Tyler, I'm going to pick things that aren't that don't have TV shows. God for damn you. It. For you specifically. Um but yeah, that comes on May 30th. It's gonna be May. Like it's gonna be May. So that'd be cool. Um, 
How far are you in reading? <coughs> Not very far. I've been just listening to it in the car. Okay, I just remember it was within the first three chapters reading that book. And I, and I, like, I always end up casting characters in my head as I'm going along. I like to do that. Bal- Balasar is definitely... Or Al- wow, words are hard right Crowley? now. Crowley? Crowley. Yeah. There is... <laughs> Yeah, Crowley is definitely David Tennant, and I was just like, that what's, was in my head. And then I, literally a week later, I was like... What's Ooh. actually really funny is the uh, narrator of the audiobook, um, like, does Crowley's voice sounding like David Tennant? Does he really? Yeah, That's and I mean, amazing. this is this audiobook is well before the series was even, you know, a whisper, so... Yeah, I'm also excited for Martin Gina. You having fun, Brooke? I Keep- am. Don't stop talking. This is remarkable <laughs> content. <laughs> Nothing was stopping you two from talking. Uh, uh, I would argue that twas me trying to, trying to balance his I, hat the on dark his mic wizard stand. derailer. <laughs> Dan, you, you say like that. You say that like you don't know me. Like, <laughs> you are very easily distracted. I, uh, you could, you could like breathe on me, and I'll be. Like, have oh, you been what? taking Excuse your Ritalin, me? Tyler? No, I have not, and I never will. Because I feel like good this Ritalin's is me. That's most enjoyable to the people around me. There you go. There, there. There is your low-hanging fruit of the day. Did you just say Ritalins? Yes. Fuck. Good Ritalins. <laughs> um. I'm out. <laughs> I think we killed Ryan. Uh, Riddle me this, Batman! I uh, finally um, watched uh, uh, Doom Patrol. Yes. Fucking great. Fucking right! I told you! I really fucking great. Oh, it's so I watched good. The, the extended trailer for it last night before I went to bed, and I've added it to my docket for this week of things to watch. Uh, and I found it significant, like, Titans felt like a chore to, you know, get into. Like, I felt like I was obligated to give it a chance and give it more chances than it probably deserved. It didn't um, deserve And, uh, I didn't feel like, I, I, nothing about watching Doom Patrol has been a chore. No. It, the thing about the Titans, I feel like Titans, it felt like it was trying so hard to be edgy and in your face and like this isn't frick like, batman frick batman yeah and all like and that was immediately obvious from the beginning but it didn't yeah. really have its own voice and, i mean doom patrol's doom Patrol, fairly doom edgy. Patrol's edgy but it's like comfortable but it has brennan frazier like it, and it's got yeah i am happy that brennan yeah, yeah thanks for coming back brennan frazier i missed you yeah i, 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 so I miss brennan frazier so much yep uh, uh i love him in the mummy Oh, uh, I but him. I think my favorite role of Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle, no, <laughs> obviously Man. George of the Jungle, no, uh, although <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, is is his role in Blast from the Past? Oh yes, I love yep. that movie unabashedly. Yep, Blast uh, from the Past is pretty good. Well, you know, I actually really liked him in his Mr. small Como. role on Scrubs. Scrubs and Scrubs. Yeah, it was a very fleeting role, but it, it was, was good. Very, yeah, was I more... vaguely remember that. He played uh, uh, Dr. Wh- Cox's brother. Yeah. brother oh, that's brother right. In yes, law. brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yes. And he died. Yeah. And then Dr. Cox. Now Spoilers, he Dad. Was, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Cox was hallucinating yeah, that he Scrubs was still alive for like the whole episode. Ago. Spoiler! Yeah. I am firmly in the stance of if something gets... I don't know what the exact age limit is, but if I feel in my head that it's been long enough... Then fuck you for not watching it. It's a, pres- <laughs> it's a little presumptuous of you. If I think that it's not yeah. a spoiler, then it's no longer a spoiler. But not- let's be real. It no, ended it's 10 years ago. Is- that episode was I probably 15 years ago. I think that was like first or second season. <laughs> There's no obligation on behalf of anyone to go out of their way to protect you from hearing about things that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, it's not like I agree. It's not get like, over yourself. It's not like walking up to people in line, you know, for the, the next Harry Potter book and being like, "Hey, yo, yeah, that Dumbledore shitty. dies." But Finkel is Einhorn, you guys. Yeah. I know um, Finkel is I, I mean when, you know, like something has pervaded the, you know, pop culture sphere like Scrubs even for as long as it has, you know. There's a certain point where you're gonna gonna know what's What's what you what you're getting going in anyways? Mm-hmm. And if you cared that much about spoilers, why aren't you watching it? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, if, if if Scrubs has been on your radar, and I mean Scrubs, Scrubs is the ideal bromance. Like that is the the perfect bromance uh, in in pop culture. Yeah, it was a great show. Really, really I loved it. And honestly, caught and, and in Dr. a Cox was romance. Great. Caught that. in a Brad romance. A a, a rad romance. <laughs> Still. Uh, <laughs> 
still interfering romance. with some popular culture, as we've all seen that uh, Fortnite straight ripped that dance off of Donald Faison. Yes. Yep. Yep. An unscripted improvised dance. Yep. Another reason to hate Fortnite. Yeah. Um, I, I give it and two eight weeks. year olds. I give it two weeks. But uh, <laughs> do you guys remember? <laughs> what is it? Monkey bones. Monkey, monkey bones. Bone. It, was that the name of the yeah, yeah. monkey bone? With, I don't uh, really remember it. With but... Brendan Fraser, and he's a creator or whatever, and he goes in, into the universe that he created. He's. I think he's mm-hmm. in a coma or something. I, I, yeah. I think that was the plot. Um, I always. When someone describes the plot to that, I always cross that with Inkheart because I think that was the last thing I, I saw uh, him in. Yeah, I, I remember really enjoying that. And just in general, missing Brendan Fraser. So I am happy that he's back. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. America. What, Monkey Bone? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. America has, has, about that. has needed its cool, possibly Canadian uh, uncle uh, in movies for a long time. And yep. I'm glad he's back. Oh, yeah. I am glad he's Absolutely. back. Absolutely. And the reasons for his departure uh, make me very sad and happy about uh, the direction that, uh, you know, like the progress that the Me Too movement has made and things like that. Um, to, I mean, I hope that that at least played a little bit of a part in him coming out and telling his story and explaining explaining his absence and then also returning to performance. I, I actually so think I, I missed I actually, this. Yeah, I did not hear about why he was absent. I, I, do, I don't know actually either. Uh, all, I, all I knew is that... Actually, I mean, I know. You should tell for tell everyone for these guys' uh, benefit. Oh, I he's that guy in that show with Kelsey Grammer. Some dark times for him. That's all I knew. And was, I knew it made him quit acting, and it was sad. It was... Uh, let's see. He was blacklisted after uh, sexual assault. So he was sexually assaulted and got blacklisted uh, as a result. Um and he like came out and kind yeah. of did what so Terry speaking Cruz about thing. the claims Fraser said okay in a new GQ profile Fraser claims he was accosted at an event uh, by former HFPA president Philip Burke and alleges that he was groped on the buttocks by Burke when he offered to shake hands speaking about the claims Fraser said he left uh, his left hand reaches around grabs my ass cheek and one of his fingers touches me in the taint Ugh. And he starts moving it around I felt ill I felt like a little kid I felt like there was a ball in my throat I thought I was going to cry Frazier revealed that he did not go to the police at the time because he didn't want the accusations to become uh, part of his narrative. He added that the alleged encounter made him retreat from the spotlight and also put forward the argument that offers for major roles from Hollywood studios suddenly ceased to come forward. Fuck that, dude. Don't sexually abuse people? I mean, how many times are we going to have to say that? Yeah. For the rest of time, probably. Don't don't be shitty. If, If you fuck up, uh... Don't blame anyone else. Yeah. It's your fault. You've, yeah, you've got no one to blame but yourself <clears throat> and decisions that you made that led to that point, it, be that alcohol or any uh, chemical substance intake, those were decisions that you made that led to your actions. It's all on you for having you know poor judgment to lead to, to that moment. Own it and try and be a better person. That's all that the world is asking of these people. I'd argue- Own your mistakes and uh, point, you know, and, and be better. Be better than that. If it's something that happened 20 years ago, then and maybe it's not something that's going on anymore, I think that people can grow from those things, and I Absolutely. think that they mm-hmm. should be encouraged to grow uh, and should be re-embraced once you know they do grow from those things. People should be allowed to progress as you know progress as a person uh, without being damned for all time. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, but I think that this kind of bullshit is just is one of the like especially because it's still happening, but you, that power uh, dynamic in with executive producers in uh hollywood that just seems that seems to keep happening where yeah like, i mean terry cruz had the same thing yeah. where he was sexually abused by i forget the big uh, uh hollywood bigwig it was but it's like when you you take advantage of your the power structure and your own uh status in any kind of industry to be able and use that as a way to do whatever the fuck you want yeah specifically uh sexually abusing people Part of me almost feels like I mean it's one thing to like make a mistake and do something stupid, but it's another thing to be completely conscious of what you're doing, and I mean that's evil. That's yeah. that's just evil. Also, if you're using your position of power to make sexual dominance moves like that, guess what? You're no better than a fucking pack animal. Yep. That's all you're doing. It is a weird animal instinct that you have no control over, mm-hmm. and you're just being a piece of shit. Yep. It's it's honestly like, you know. 
if you work hard, if you work hard and you, you find yourself in a position of power because of your hard work, but the only motivation you have with that power is to do things like that. What a pathetic waste of potential. Yeah, Absolutely. no kidding. No kidding. It's a pathetic waste of potential. You could, you could achieve so much more, but instead you're worried about feeling up fucking people like, you know, good people like Brendan Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser was a wholesome young man. Don't yeah. touch him. Yeah. yeah. And you're the fucking reason that he hasn't been in Hollywood for uh, over a decade. And right. that just makes me fucking sad. Yeah. yeah he's... That's why. why uh. To track back, though, um, you mentioned uh, Terry Crews and uh, he. Uh, Definitely became a champion for, uh, uh, you know, this uh, happens to everyone. And, and uh, it, you know, took a, a lot of courage for him as a man to come forward because men are held to a different standard with regard to these sorts of things uh, uh, as well. Like, um, and, uh, he, but, so all the power to him for that. And uh, it took a lot of courage to come forward with his thing. However, we are officially off of the Terry train. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because... What happened? He made a lot, I think, uh, and I'll have to look this up to, to verify, uh, but I uh, was told that he went on a tweet storm about how marriage needs to be between a man and a woman. No. And that... Uh, uh, not, you know, having the maternal and paternal uh, influence in the household ruins a child. Ah, there it is. Terry Man, that sucks. Well, that's again, that's what happens when you get to poke the brains of celebrities or they're given a public platform to say things. Is Booze for, cru uh, for Cruz, man. A lot of people are He shitty. apologized six days ago. Yeah, but he probably didn't mean it. Well, I mean... We 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 will never actually know if he meant it or not. Uh, yeah, his his actions in the future will tell us. Absolutely. But, um. Uh, but I'm I'm of the I'm of the opinion that typically when someone like this, especially someone with a public persona, says something shitty and then apologizes several days later, it was probably their PR head saying you need to apologize for this or it's going to hurt your reputation more than it already has. Yeah. I I usually tend to think that it's saving face and not actually meant. So, um, uh, here's his words. Another thing that bothers me, he was talking about an op-ed, why does Obama scold black boys? Uh, he says, another thing that bothers me is that this op-ed was written by a woman about how boys should be taught to grow into successful young men. How would she know? Men need to hold other men accountable. You can speak with us, just not for us. There is a big difference. I've reiterated many times that same-sex couples and single parents can successfully raise a child, but I believe paternal and maternal love are like vitamins and minerals to humanity. No matter where you get the uh, that paternal and maternal love, my purpose is to give paternal love. Uh, and then it says, yeah, I, and I someone said, love is not gendered. A child will not starve with only one gender loving them. Uh, as a response to that, he goes, but they will be severe, severely malnourished. You know, I, I can see, I can see where his train of thought is going. Um, he's obviously misinformed. Um, yes, and the fact that he has a platform to to express opinions on said misinformation. Um, I mean, we're seeing a lot of that, and I hope that I hope that Terry Crews can learn uh, learn from uh saying such a stupid saying such a stupid thing online. Yeah, like, I hope so too. Like. Because I mean, think of think like I was raised uh, either with one parent or another parent through my entire life. I have never had both parents in my entire life, hmm. um, and so technically, I guess that makes me malnourished. Yeah, I mean, I my parents were divorced when I was a child, and like I mean, same same thing. I mean, I had a I had a period I of had time where they were together, but I like, had exposure to both, but never both at the same time, and. The time with my dad because he lived out of state was, you know, once a year. Now that's just that makes me really sad because Terry Crews has been a very strong champion of some pretty important stuff. Yeah, and the, that I I will say that um, I like the stuff previously that Terry Crews has said. Yeah, yeah. I disapprove of what <clears throat> he said here. My enthusiasm for Terry Crews has gone down. A bit because of what he said, but my fingers are crossed that maybe he'll 
figured this out. Yeah, I and I think that hopefully he will. But uh, the way that he said the, that uh, he it sounded like, uh, you know, the way people talk about religion and, and justify their words and actions because they have scripture behind it. Like the wording that he used came from a place of certainty that can only come from that level of ignorance. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. Even the way he said, like, because, like, he obviously, like, the prefacing uh, his, the malnourished thing with uh, the, that children of same-sex parents can be successful, or can, like, like that can, that can be successful. It's like, it can be, but most of the time it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, that definitely is coming from a pretty ingrained place there. Yup. But I mean, the, you know, the, the times are changing and uh, we are in a transitional period right now where you have people from the old school that <clears throat> whose opinion, who, who want to voice their opinions um, and uh, they can adapt to the changes or they won't and they'll either be written off or they'll be embraced as they grow. And uh, I mean, I think that I think that if Terry Crews was a regular person and had those opinions, he would be exactly the same as he is as a celebrity. But because he's a celebrity and wields more um, clout as far as being a public figure goes, I feel like if you harbor any kinds of feelings like that, voicing them on a public platform is not a great idea in the first place. Well, <clears throat> um, but correcting, you know, correcting this kind of mentality, he's either going to see, oh, maybe I'm wrong. And if he is wrong, uh, why? Well, he is wrong. But, <laughs> um, but you know, if he feels, you know, okay, I'm wrong. How do I, you know, fix this? It would be really cool to see somebody uh, so public go on this kind of journey through, oh, okay, so this is why I'm wrong. Um, kind of like, uh, I mean, interestingly, uh, kind of like what Bill Nye did with uh, GMO. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, he had a hard stance against GMOs uh, for a long time, and then he did the research, and he, and he came out and said, I was wrong about GMOs. Genetically modified foods is perfectly fine, and essentially we've been genetically modifying our food for, for centuries. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you're eating corn... Corn is corn is a GMO. Bananas. Bananas, yeah. Bananas Potatoes. But Seedless watermelon. Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I am a GMO. <laughs> uh, Tyler is GMO. 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 Let's get away from the sad yes. shit. Let's, sad, you know, there's there's a lot of sad uh, there, and uh, I, I feel confident in that um, we're moving away from situations like these. And uh, as a society, we've made grand strides. Um, and will continue to do so, uh, probably even uh, at a faster pace once we've got Cheeto and Chief out of office. Uh, but uh, and the healing will begin. Yeah, that that's what I I believe anyway. Yeah. On a, on a more positive note, I saw uh, Captain Marvel oh. on opening night. Are you gonna go join oh. the Air Force now? Oh, I'm I am gonna go join the Air Force immediately. Uh, so I can did, too get I have to, superpowers. Did they have, did they have a recruitment office? <laughs> they actually just played. <laughs> no, they did not have a re no. recruitment. No. I had a joke in my head; it was gone. By, by, by I'm not even gonna finish it. I, by by so purchasing I'm, a ticket to Captain Marvel, you too can meet with a recruiter immediately <laughs> after the show. Exactly. I have yet to see it. I'm still going to watch it. I suspect oh, it's going to be an okay superhero movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but all that I've heard so far is that all of the. Uh, like all of the so-called feminist messages and all of that are heavily overshadowed by the fact that it says the Iraq war was a-okay, come join the Air Force. Ah. That's all I've heard so far is that the it's essentially a big recruitment ad and there have actually been recruitment uh, people waiting in the theaters for people. Wow. That's weird. Spo spoiler that alert, weird. the Iraq war was a See, terrible I idea. I did yeah. not get that. I mean, it was... It was, it was a both of them. idea. It's it was over. fairly. It's not over yet. Positive, <laughs> oh, or like army, po or I guess air force positive. But I didn't really get any of that. I thought it was a great superhero movie. Had a little bit of a different flavor for an origin story, which I enjoyed. It wasn't the same title, 
tale. I, I heard had the, a lot of those elements. I heard um, the soundtrack was banging. I the saw the, tra- I saw the track amazing. list. It was, uh, well, actually, it was expected as a 90s movie. Sure. <laughs> I didn't realize just how many Perry Como songs were in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I think Jasmine and I are going to try and see it on Tuesday. It, it's really good. And oh, just like, well, just be prepared. You're going to cry. I and usually it, do. It, it's, it is Stanley related. Weep. I have heard. And the it is a very well, well, well done tribute to Stanley, which I heard maybe one of the last, if not the last. I I, I thought that he they had like five more, but I, I read an article the other day that said that there was eighty percent last eighty percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. But only fifty seven percent liked it. Yeah, I don't really give a you shit. Damn. Audience score is nonsense because there's a you bunch damn of brigaders, incel brigaders, you damn brigadiers. I enjoyed it quite a lot. It was a lot of fun. Samuel L. Jackson being aged backwards, uh, was this it was easily the best aging backwards I have ever seen. Really? Oh, it's is it is it better than the terrible Jeff Bridges? It's it's also better than Johnny Depp. But it's uh, it's it's really weird. Like if I did not know who Samuel Jackson was, and I walked into that movie theater, I would not have any idea that he was that he wasn't the age that he looked, hmm. and it, it, it's pretty uncanny, and not uncanny valley. Like it's it doesn't have that weird sheen, like that obvious. Oh, you're sure, that sure. like that like weird fuzz yeah. with the sharpness like on the edges. Yeah, which they do have a little bit with Phil Coulson, a little bit. Phil Collins. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, you that's your feel- go-to anytime anyone says Phil. I can count on you to yeah. say Phil Collins. Can you yeah. feel it in the Brooks tonight? <laughs> I can feel it. Terrible jokes coming tonight. Oh, Lord. I don't um, like Phil Collins that much. So uh, you mentioned Jeff Bridges. Uh, <laughs> you, you might even say that was the genesis of that joke. <laughs> that, that was pretty good up top. All right. <laughs> you, you, you finally you finally get one Tyler. Podcast over. <laughs> well, speaking of the 90s, uh, you know, speaking, I, I am not often the most uh the most outspoken person on this podcast as far as how often I speak. You guys are making it very hard for me to chime in sometimes. <laughs> chime Sorry, in. Dan. We love you, Dan. Ring your gong. So, uh oh, you know John Turturro. John he was Turturro. in uh He's been in, a, in uh, some Coen Brothers films, uh, um, most notably in uh, The Big Lebowski. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, he's not dead, I is actually... he? No, he is okay. not dead. I know, I know him from uh, Transformers. I learned about this uh, because you shut your fucking <laughs> dumbass, stupid face. Yeah, I'm going to throw a brick. Um, he uh, is, of course, known as uh, Jesus in uh, Big Lebowski. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Uh, I learned about this. Apparently, this was announced a long time ago. I just recently learned about this. There is a Big Lebowski sequel being made. What? Is it Green Eggs, or, is it Green Eggs and Ham up there? It is Going Places. Oh. And it follows Jesus from the Big Lebowski. Oh. And that's interesting. we don't even know if it's it, so it's written by John Turturro and directed by John Turturro, Ethan Cohen, uh, Ethan and Joel Cohen get uh, character credits for creating the characters. But as far as I know, they're not involved at all. Okay. Okay. And I have that shirt. So it's like a Big Lebowski tangent. Wait, wait, wait. wait can, can you go back? Right. Back? It's a Big Lebowski spin. You Hold do on a have second. that shirt. That's I have the, that shirt. That's the shirt that, I, that I'm wearing in that epic shot. <laughs> yep. And yep. also Tyler owns it. Yep. That's my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's a thing also that weird. is apparently coming out this year. Mm. Uh, but uh, I saw it was announced back in 2016. And it's, it says it's completed. completed, so... Yeah, that's strange. Right. That's strange. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I, I'm late to the bus on on this, uh, shifting to a, a video game. Okay. Um, I played... Start, I booted up Shenmue for the first time yesterday oh, on the Dreamcast. You will waste hours in the arcade in that game. I haven't even got to that point yet, because, like, the control... And I'm not saying it's a terrible game so far because I I've, I've enjoyed the amount of detail it is for a Dreamcast game. Yeah, uh, and even how great 
because I'm playing the proper dream. I'm not playing like an upscaled version. I'm considering buying the uh, the 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 remaster on Steam, mm-hmm. uh, like in a couple of weeks, just so I can use my you know analog sticks instead yeah. of the D pad to move. But uh, it's kind of cool so far. I I really feel bad for, and I've had a Dreamcast <laughs> this entire time. Yeah, Ugh. I never really got on the Shenmue train. Um, it was not one of my one of my things. Uh, I played a little bit of it, got to the arcade, played some arcade games, and that's well the extent of it. I, I know that you get something for for completing Outrun, uh, and and I that is one of my favorite arcade games of all time. Outrun is so chill. <laughs> it's it's so it's a, it's a relaxing game. It's a relaxing game. It has game mechanics. <laughs> I have great enjoyment for this entertainment product. Yeah, it stimulates Shenmue, my pleasure sensors. Shenmue 3 got kickstarted. Yeah. Room. And there were some... I feel like there was some controversy behind it or something like that. I can't remember, but... Three? Uh, yeah. Supposedly, it's, it's can... in the works and it's going to come out. It's one of those... Um... Sequels in the ether, kind of like what Duke yep. Nukem Forever was. Yeah, it's just like and the next platform is gonna have Shenmue three, and the next platform is gonna have Shenmue three. Yep. When we do get it, I feel like no one's gonna care. Yeah, probably. Except I mean, for, like the Shenmue, th- I feel like had uh, kind of already fallen out of the collective consciousness when the Shenmue three uh, uh, campaign was announced. Yeah. Uh, back at E three twenty fifteen. And um, forgot about okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but I mean, people got excited about it then. Yeah, I'm sure once it finally rears its head, it'll people could just get excited again. And they did somewhat recently. I feel like it was last year that they released the remastered versions of one and two. Yeah, which come as a package together. Um, you know, you know why I I started playing it this week. Because I get weird ads on my on my on my phone via Facebook for like video game and geek related stuff. Sure. Um, like and some site was like selling the jacket for, that he wears in the first game, and I was just like, you know, I people have been talking about Shenmue periodically over the, over the course of my entire life since it came out, and I never trusted those people if it was a good game or not. But I kind of like this jacket, so yeah. I kind of want to <laughs> see what the game is about. Is that how you decide how to play? Very hey, I like that jacket. To I'm gonna in... play this game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I have gotten into things ass backwards all of my life. <coughs> For example, I got into Scott Pilgrim when that was cool uh, through the game. I had oh, no, that's right. I, I, I didn't know anything about about, about the the movies, let alone the comic books. But I was like, this game is kind of cool. And a soundtrack by Anna Uh exactly, which is how I got Anna Monaguchi. But I get into everything ass backwards, and it's kind of fun to like reverse engineering myself into a fandom. Yeah. Speaking of weirdly I'm placed in. ads, this episode is brought to you by Ripped Apparel. Get ripped! <laughs> R.I.P.T. Apparel. Uh, they uh, make nerd and pop culture mashup shirts. Uh, they have uh, diff- some limited shirts that they do uh, and stuff like that. Uh, they have, uh, I don't know, some deals. It's cool shirts. They tuck me in at night. Yeah, you know, they're neat. Go to toplessrobot.com slash ripped. Toplessrobot.com slash R-I-P-T. Get ripped or get out. Speaking of get out, uh, I did oh. watch the trailer for us. Isn't it? Um, it looks great. I cannot. Is it out or is it come out? Uh, it comes week? out, it comes out the, soon. Um, March twenty. Reviewers, reviewers, reviewers have started. Yeah, reviewers have seen it. Uh, but I've, it I've, comes out soon. I've heard good things. I um, gave it a nine. I too much water. This is only hyping me up for uh, the Twilight Zone. Yes, uh, coming out on April, aka 1st. the only reason I will ever pay for ABC All Access. Yeah, well, pirate it like a. I mean, don't do that because we're good law-abiding citizens. What did you say, Tyler? I said nothing. I'm calling the police right now. Now that I am an old man who has a well-paying, you know, day job. I am sick of seeing the things that I enjoy uh, disappearing because uh, people, they can't get money for them. This and so yeah. I try to make sure that my view counts. I do the same thing. Which is why I watch the Orville on Hulu. Yep. See, same. I don't pirate them. I just don't watch any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited to see his take on Twilight Zone. It'll be cool. It uh, looks interesting. It looks a little bit less anthology 
like almost kind of the trailer for it almost gave me feel like there's like a overall mystery well we don't know that we've i mean the trailer didn't really show it just gave me that feel it didn't show show a lot but it gave me a weird feeling about that like like i don't know well so very eloquently stated tyler yes zeke and i had a discussion about this last night um because we were talking about our excitement for the twilight zone and why we enjoy the original Mm -hmm. uh, show so much and uh we had a conversation and some of the points that we made were like we can all agree that not every episode of the old Twilight Zone was good because yep. uh, everyone has their favorites. How dare There are some that... Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> there are some that, uh, that, that, that fall flat that are just pretty lame. But the great thing about the show is that there was no continuity. Yeah. Nothing carried over. There were no two-parters. It was just... Well, it was episodic instead yeah, of serial. Here, yeah. here, is a st- here is a screenplay that somebody wrote, and it's a half hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, I'm really excited... To see if he's going to stick with that, uh, with that format, I don't know if he's going to have all, anything that carries over. But um, I very much anticipate uh, th- is I, this being good. I I hope that it, it does keep that episodic format um, yeah. because I prefer uh, just tell me tell me an interesting story in half an hour. Yeah, I could see them doing like I said. There's just little bits of the trailer that it was like, okay, that looks like. Like, it almost made me feel like it, they could take the Black Mirror out, where Black Mirror was the entire no, shared, shared universe thing. Shared yeah. universe, no, and then don't. the end kind of wraps it up a little bit, but there, it wasn't like each well, episode. It didn't really wrap it up. It didn't though. wrap it up, but it, you know, the, the last episode of season five had different items from different, like the. the, the um, That's what shared universe means. You know, it's the yeah. universe where share is in every universe. But I mean, literally, that's that's yeah. just them. Instead of you know, like I with understand. with um, uh, aliens and Blade Runner having Waylon Yutani like in in both. We're making the know. same argument. I understand what a shared universe right. means. Right, I'm not. <laughs> cool, cool your shit, sir. I'm saying that yes. We, you know, and with Black Mirror before that episode, we all knew it was a shared universe. Because there were little, little references, little references and throughout. because that's how people impose shared universes, like how Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty are a shared universe. Yes. You know, with just these little hints. That last episode was just them saying, yes, it is a shared universe. Would you like me to write it in big lettering on this wall? Would you like us Please, to just put no all this. of those Easter eggs into one room yeah. and just point at it and say, look, there it is. Yeah. And, and it removed all the subtlety of what people enjoy of shared universes, I think. But. And and it's an it, I was looking forward to when Black Fear, Black Fear, Black Mirror <laughs> first came out. Uh, I was Cape Fear and Black Mirror. Camp Fear, mixed Cape together. Fearer. <laughs> uh, Camp Mirror. But um, <laughs> I, I, w- I was I was really hoping that it would be the spiritual a modern spiritual successor to the Twilight Zone. Yeah, and in some cases it is, but it's just not it's not quite there. Uh, I feel like they w- were a little heavier handed because like some Twilight Zone episodes were very much like this is obvious social commentary. But there are a couple ones where it's kind of like, well, you can interpret this as this or this, but sure, they didn't really like. They didn't push it. They just presented it to you and said, "Make your decisions." And um, I really hope that uh, that the Twilight Zone s- stays with that spirit. Well, I'd, and I would say that Black Mirror is more like Twilight Zone, but specifically with the focus being near future technology. Mm-hmm. Five minutes in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you? Um, have you, are you a Twilight Zone fan, Dan? I have no idea what we've been talking about for the last. <laughs> 15 I am I am literally just looking at to the camera every now and then staring off into space just waiting to hear something I recognize I tried to I tried to keep him more entertained with me are you I, are, I'm looking for parts to bite on guys and you I, you know I don't watch shows I feel like I the, know that's my fault I don't watch them and that's on me <laughs> but uh no I haven't watched Twilight Zone I haven't watched Black Mirror like, so you've never seen Twilight Zone I know I I know that there's people called fucking Mulder and Scully, and that's no, that's, no, that's the X Files. Oh, the X Files, <laughs> yeah. See, Dan. <laughs> okay, okay. The Twilight Zone is a show from the fucking fifties. Nah, dude, I haven't watched. Right, time out, time like out on the field. <laughs> time out on the I'm field. So <laughs> I, I got a, I got a T on the play here. Uh, flag on the play. Uh, a T ru- on the play. Yes, ru- roughing that, the passer. That, that, those are sports. You got to watch some T Zone. 
All right. Um, and if if you're down, when we're done, if you'd like to watch one episode with us, I would I would love to be in the room and share that experience with you. <laughs> Brooks um, can show you the zone. I can show you the Brooks zone. Brooks can show Zone-tees. you the zone. Well, and it's the same thing I Black always tell you guys. Black and gray and terrifying. The amount of time investment watching shows takes is usually something that I don't get into because when I have free time, I do You play Dark Souls. St- I, I do well, other stuff. Well, yeah. here, here's I don't, a, I don't have TV time. He plays Neo. <laughs> the, the last show I could remember actively going out of my way to watch on my own was the Castlevania Netflix series, which was fucking which incredible. Which was amazing. I still need to watch It's like that. the only thing I've gone out of my way to watch. Um, so here's an incentive for why Twilight Zone is a show that a person who does not watch TV, because I, I don't watch as much TV as most folks do as well. Um, there's zero continuity and you can pick and choose based on the description of like, eh, you know, this seems interesting. I got like a half hour to kill. I'm trying to wind down and go to bed. That's the other it thing. is a I'm going to bed show. Uh, not like I'm falling asleep, but like I'm going to go to bed after this kind of thing. Okay. And um, I like stuff like Dan's uh, like this isn't selling anything to me. <laughs> I think uh, in general, uh, considering some of them are kind of uh, uh, poetic in in you know the twists and stuff like that, and it it's from a bygone era, you know, and uh, it was really a pioneer for a lot of uh, horror storytelling and psychological uh, horror storytelling uh, into present day. And uh, uh, so it's it's worth checking out. It's definitely worth checking out. Honestly, okay. the the fr- the the first episode is probably one of my favorite ep- episodes of of Twilight Zone, and I think it's one of the fir- best first episodes of any show. That, that is the one with the thing on the play the plane wing. Window, no, isn't it? No, no, no. Terra 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 or Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet is in season. I I three. do know about all really? of those like oh, super well known. Yeah, scenes, the one like, with like the, the uh, man who has the world to himself to read. Yeah, and blah blah blah. That and popped the, up and on then Facebook. breaks his glasses. The, yeah, exactly. I, I know about time like, enough at last. That. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, the writing on that show is phenomenal. And then after Twilight Zone. Rod Serling um, went on to do other work before his death. Uh, a fantastic show called Night Gallery came after that, which is <clears throat> taking the concept of the Twilight Zone and making it scary. Because like uh, Twilight Zone in and of itself has some episodes that are kind of like, ooh. This when is I was spooky. a little kid, there were some things that really stuck with me, like the the uh, the surgeon's face. Yes, uh, is something that. Ah! Like was a nightmare for me as a child. Um, Never seen the that. surgeon's face, uh, or um, Eye the Beholder, is a really good episode. Um, the Jungle is a really cool one uh, about uh, consequences. There are feel good episodes. There are episodes where it's like, oh man, this this guy's life is shitty, and something intervenes, and now his life can be good, or he realizes the value of, of himself. And it's uh, that was my phone. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but moving away from the Twilight Zone, because I know that, Dan, you don't, haven't seen the show yet. So, so, moving away from Twilight Zone, The Outer Limits is a great show. Yes! <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 All right, Danny. Wah, what did wah. you do this week, Dan? Uh, I got back into Warframe, which was a pretty big deal for me. It was like a fucking... Warframe? Several hour long... I didn't dig on that too, too much. I love Warframe. I've been playing that game for... for God. Where, where, close to six years now? Warframe? Yeah, um, I mean, I've heard it's, it's pretty much the most well, the best free to play game that that you can play. Oh, it absolutely is. Uh, they have been constantly pumping out content the entire time the game has existed. This is a um, mech game, right? No, no, okay. No, not I'm at thinking all. of something else. Then um, you're like a cyber ninja. Yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, all right. Um, it, what platform is that on? All of it's them. It's on. Yeah, everything. It oh. even came out on Switch yeah. like last month. Oh, it's uh, it's it's pretty time investment intensive. Um. So if it, if you don't have a lot of time to dedicate to one game, I don't recommend getting into it. Time enough um, at last. But as far as the development cycle is gone, it went from a uh, a game where you just have a few weapons and you go in and just, you know, find some basic objectives and murder a bunch of space people. Um, now they actually have a fleshed out world that have a couple open open world areas that have uh, like atmospheric events that are happening all the time uh, with more concrete quest lines and their character writing has actually become very, very good. Uh, it's surprising. Hmm. Um, the big thing they came out with recently is Fortuna, which is uh, essentially the idea behind it is one of the enemy factions. This game's called the Corpus. Uh, it's pretty much a money cult. Like, 
Ooh, okay. Uh, they talk about like the prophet, as you would think it'd be like the the P R O P P H E T prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's P R O F I T. Okay. Um, and so they're seeking their <clears throat> fortuna. Well, yeah. Oh, fortuna. The, these people who live in fortuna are, are essentially uh, slaves. And in the way that that works is if you're not able to pay your debts off, they come and take your body parts. And they'll just keep Ooh, taking huh. you. So it's, it's the it, world of repo, the yeah. genetic opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And exactly, if you go that, if you go far enough in debt, they just put your brain in a jar on the shelf for a long enough time that they consider your debt paid off, and then they just put your brain back into like a robot. And thus, Futurama it, was it, born. It's very, very messed up. It's wonderful. Or altered carbon. Um, yeah. Right. And yeah, the gameplay is exquisite. And also with Fortuna, they added in uh, hoverboards, so that's sick. Ooh. Sick! <laughs> yeah, hoverboard! So Gonna they grind the, down to the video are mall. Are they the two-wheeled hoverboards or the Back to the Future The hoverboard? actual hoverboards. <laughs> the ones that, oh, that the ones that, awful. The ones that <laughs> hover. <laughs> be so great. Oh, yeah, man, you get level 16, you get a hoverboard. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a really funny thing, just like at the it's day one. No, just day one, they're like, and they're like, they, they like promote, like, hoverboards are coming to the game, and they just put them in just for one day and then that switch them out. Like, <laughs> It, I got a pit bull. <laughs> I would laugh. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That's that's rad. That's rad. Um, so you've been playing Warframe this week, yeah? Um, uh, what, what have you been playing, Ryan? Uh, I have been playing uh, Aegis Defenders. Um, so uh, Aegis like A E G I S. A E G I S. Yes. Uh, it is a humble bundle developed uh, game. Um, humble bundle. So, uh, uh, humble. <laughs> humble. humble finally um, added uh, third-party games, uh, third-party Switch games to their store because oh. you know how they added Switch games to the yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. But they were all first-party at first. Now there are some third-party games up there. It's not everything that's in the eShop, but like some stuff. And another thing, you know, to, to promote it, like the only times that I've bought a Nintendo Switch game through the Humble Store is when they've been like, hey, take this money off. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? So they sent me, you know, five bucks off uh, um, a Switch game. And nice. I looked at him. I was like, Aegis Defenders looks pretty neat. And uh, it's kind of like a, a story-driven um, uh, pixely, you know, that beautiful art style mm -hmm. uh, that has points of tower defense. Okay. So you lost, me, you lost me at tower defense. There are two characters. Um, it's this girl and her grandfather, and you can switch between the two, and you can tell one to wait or whatever, or someone else can play as that other character. Um, and you guys are basically scroungers through, uh, you, you, through ruins. You get stuff to sell and and whatnot okay <clears throat> and the grandpa can uh place uh blocks down uh like you can mine uh the yellow minerals and that's for his stuff and you can place blocks down if you stack uh two blocks in the same spot it turns into an auto turret and the girl uh, places bombs and if you stack two bombs they turn into a uh like a uh, speed strip, you know the the nail strip. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so at the end, the pattern seems to be you go through and do some puzzles that uh, consist of switching back and forth between the characters to whoever is relevant for whatever you know section to get to the end. You get to the end, you find a thing like a big thing, and then uh, it becomes more tower defensey. But not like tower defensey in the traditional sense. It's okay. Protect this thing um, for X number of waves, and waves of enemies will come at you uh, out of the portals on either side. That you know, whatever one is lit up is what's going to bring you enemies. Each character is strong against a different type of enemy, mm -hmm. and so you have to lay the traps, you know, well, like the, their weapons well. And they can attack in addition to, like, dropping, you know, these things. She's got a gun and he's got, like, this, this hammer. Um, but overall, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a, a good thing to, to pick up and, and play and just kind of set aside for a while. I'm, I'm not much for tower defense games, but I can appreciate a good tower defense game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's, I would say that it is a, a good tower defense game. It's not one of those where 
um, you know, every it doesn't follow the same formula as every other tower defense game where it's like, okay, a wave of enemies is going to come through and follow this specific path, and yeah. you have to build up your towers along this specific path. Which is why I generally dislike uh, tower defense. The the genre is I dislike the I dislike the wave thing. So I enjoy <clears throat> this this vaguely reminds me the way you're talking about. There's a little more active participation in it. Have you ever heard of Sanctum? I've heard of Sanctum. I've never I, played it before. Yeah. Same Sanctum Two is the best fusion of tower defense with any other genre. It's tower defense and first-person shooter at the same time. Okay. That sounds uh, actually really cool. Sanctum 2, Tower Boogaloo? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it is, again, it comes in waves, and it's the classic, you know, you're built, but it's in a 3D environment that you actually have to platform through while you're building towers. The first-person element already makes, sound, makes yeah, that sound that more interesting. Yeah. And there are different characters who have different guns, and the big part of it is... You are setting up towers and defenses, but on top of that, certain enemies have weak points that the towers can't access, and you have characters like one has a charged up shotgun, some of them have like a rifle, and you can't just win unless you're also running around shooting the enemies in the appropriate style. Hmm. So you actually have the group of people with all of the different guns, and you team up that way in addition sure, to sure. your defenses. That sounds really it, interesting. It is the best tower defense game I've ever played. It is hard. It's so good. Hmm. That's uh, it's that's back from like 2013, I think, Sanctum 2 came out. Yeah, in. I remember. I've seen it on Steam before, but I never really it, gave it, it is, a, a second thought. And we know that it's if Dan says still, something is hard, then it's probably hard. Yeah. Then it is not Tyler safe. (laughs) Absolutely still worth a look. Literally nothing in the world is Tyler safe. I'm basically a giant baby. I could put those those child child protective things on the corners of my house and you'd still hurt yourself. I had to buy those. (gasps) I, I had to buy like the socket protectors for your electrical sockets like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. my house. For my <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we, when I have that fork in my hand, it just looks, it just so, looks so interesting. Good. We need to get Tyler a protective helmet for when he's on the podcast, just, <laughs> just to be safe. I actually like, spent the first 13 years of my life like in a, a giant bubble. Like uh, a, oh, like John Travolta? <laughs> oh, no, God. more like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so I uh, regret to inform everyone that we've come upon the end of the podcast. Blast! Aww. No. Um, so I would like to take this opportunity to remind everyone that we are also brought to you by Humble Bundle. Uh, if you go to toplessrobot.com slash humble, uh, that will put our little partner code in the URL and just buy anything. And uh, it helps us out a bunch. There's, uh, they like I said, they just added a bunch of uh, third-party Nintendo Switch games. Uh, Humble, if they add everything that's in the eShop and they end up catching up with the eShop, I'm just going to buy all my Nintendo games uh, on Humble. Here, here's why you should you should subscribe to Humble Bundle because I'm planning on, on doing that uh, come next check. Um, they have games, they have deals, and they support us. So if you like any of those things, <laughs> uh, just do it. And I mean, it's and a cheap, man. Yeah. Nine games every month for twelve bucks, and they're usually pretty good games. Like I got to play, I started playing some of the ones that uh, unlocked uh, this month. That uh, beat 'em up, uh, which has gratuitous boob jiggle and yeah. uh, very neo neo geo pocket color graphics. Excellent. Um, this is, sounds like a game for me. <laughs> it, it's it is uh, a lot of fun and feels super smooth. The animations are really really nice. I also played that Outrun clone. Yeah. Um, what do you think? It's uh, it's okay. <laughs> I was never really an Outrun guy anyway. I I like uh, games like uh, Ridge Racer and shit. Yeah, like that. R- well, Ridge Racer is pretty cool. Um, Outrun is one of those things I like to kind of unwind with because it's yeah, it's low levels of excitement. One thing that I will say is super awesome about uh, that is the I can't even remember the name of the goddamn game. Um, but uh, one of the things that was really cool about it is so you're like racing through you know, pretty slick synthwave uh, soundtrack. Yeah. And then it, you pull up on your rival for that race and, you know, they have a character portrait over their car. So, like, you'll be driving and he's like, oh, okay, let's fucking do this and, and starts, you know, joins in. And I lost both of my races, but you do two races at once, basically. Oh. Or two races, one right after another. Uh, and so I pulled up on, he had gotten to the finish line already. I pulled up on him and then these signs come up and it's like, uh, this place or this place just and like it, you either go to the right or go to the left and it just turns into that place What's a, and there's no loading or anything you you just continue driving that's awesome what's really cool about the about the original outrun is that it has got that branching path system mm-hmm. um, going right 
means uh, is selecting a more difficult challenge, whereas going left makes uh, is a an easier. I'm not gonna say that it's easier. It's just not as difficult. Sure. Um, you don't. You, there. Are, you still end up with hazards toward the end, but it's less frustrating. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, go to toplessrobot.com/humble. Uh, it is super fucking worth it. A portion of the pro- proceeds do go to uh, supporting Dan's torture chamber. So if you want to cause pain to Dan, you know the, the Make Dan Cry Fund. Yeah, buy, the the buy. ideal is that we actually get enough money for the torture chamber that you can hear my screams through the walls. Yep. <laughs> Instead of just when you're in the dungeon. I mean, we we're, can, we're, we're we can also just saving remove up. drywall. <laughs> we're also no, we have up. to be legitimate about how we approach this, okay? Is it a PA torture system? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're saving up for a PA torture system so everyone can uh, when, take pleasure in Dan's screams of anguish. When we get close to the, uh, to the goal, we'll have a 24-hour stream going on. And the more they add, the goal is you'll finally be able to hear the microphone pick up my agony. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag any, but it's pretty great. And then they drop the balloons. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, we'll, Anyone uh, have any rants or raves uh, this week instead of uh, ranting against uh, jokes that Brooks makes? <laughs> Rant against the machine. <laughs> Case in point. Yup. Um, no. uh, Happy Mario Day, by the way. Oh, yeah, it is Mario Day. It is March, March 10. 10. Yeah. Who's Mario? I have a rave uh, because I uh, recently uh, stumbled on a podcast that uh, I really enjoy uh, called Animated Opinions, uh, oh. where they they watch um, animated movie. Like I think they they were both film students, and they watch uh, animated movies. Some of them absolutely terrible. Marcy's um, moms. Yeah, Mars need Mars need Mars. I said Mars. Mars. Wolfman's Mards. got Mars. Mars um, needs mods. Mars needs moms. Um, <laughs> space chimps. And this is how I, I discovered, found space out about coast Video coast. Brinquedo. Uh, Video Brinquedo is a very special type of bad. Uh, the movies that they watched are called Ratatouille and Little Panda Fighter. I'll give you. Two guesses, because there's two things on what those things are ripoffs of. Uh, I I got a guess. I have okay. a guess. Um, the Shining. <laughs> they may as well be because, good lord, they are horrific. I actually sat down and watched these movies yesterday. Uh, Barry Lyndon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just sticking with Kubrick, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was trying. I was, I was trying Schindler's to pull Bar- Barry. L- <laughs> the, the color purple. Um, so, uh, oh, uh, Tyler probably needs to move his car or something. I, I can't get out. Oh, no. Yeah. So, everybody say goodbye to Tyler. Bye, Tyler. Get, I made a boo-boo. That's get what he gets out. for parking in, in, in the driveway behind. Uh... Yeah. How, Bye, how, Tyler. How dare you? Bye, everybody. Go out and think about what you've done. He just leaves. <laughs> so <laughs> he just drives bye. away. Um, the uh, uh, obviously it's Ratatouille and yeah, uh, and Kung Fu uh, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. I almost said Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and the animation is so bad. None of these are textured. They're all like flat color uh, models. Oh, I know exactly that. This, this bargain bin knockoff style. Oh my god, it's so so bad. It's not as bad as Food Fight, is it? For some reason, the the panda or not the panda, the uh, polar bear in uh, Little Panda Fighter is like super ripped. Like they gave him. Big man abs Furs and and pecs and it's ooh it's it's a thing, um, and for some reason the sensei in Little Panda Fighter, there's something going on with his eyeballs. They don't track those eyeballs well, and uh, um, so it's uh, a Brazilian studio that only makes knockoffs. Kind of like the asylum, uh, China's territory. Uh, okay, basically. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, show me see. what you got. A uh, little pan panda fighter. The cat in in uh, Ratatouille uh! is is an absolute abomination. But I mean, hi Tyler. I'm back. 
Like you can. this club. I retired from the ring. gee, what a cry and shame. And there's inconsistent number of fingers from character to character. I wish I could help somehow, but I really don't know much about it. That is. That expression on his face makes looks like he he pissed on the rug and he knows about it. Well, to tell you the truth, I hate this. And it's funny because you can tell that with the animation, they don't they didn't do any studies in in movement or anything like that because it's just like uh, when you're editing something uh, uh, in After Effects and you're like, well, it needs to end here, so it's just kind of like. And there's no. Oh, oh God! Oh, what is it? Yeah. We jump. What is it? We jump straight into the Asian stereotype. No textures. They definitely got this. This looks is this looks like less polished, but just as bad as fucking Food Fight. Like I don't even know what he's supposed to be. I guess he's supposed to be a bear of some sort. Barely. Did they? They had to have gotten these off hey, of like Hey three, baby, what's Earth sign? So the premise of this is the panda. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We're about to see some of this masterful eye animation. Look at this. Me? Wander? The, the sensei's eyes. Too much confusion can make you seem mentally unstable. They're just moving up. They just get worse! Is he having a seizure? Does this bear need medical attention? Ouch. This hurts It's so, so bad. You, you know what the bear looks like? Uh, the bear looks like one of the aliens from Aliens in the Attic. Like, I don't think I ever like saw a low aliens in don't, the attic. Don't. It's, okay. It's bad. <laughs> okay, turn this off. Yeah. This is so, Crap. the premise is that uh, the panda works for a, uh, uh, like, a boxing place, and but he has no interest whatsoever in fighting. Bare he just boxing. wants to dance. And... Um, the so the polar bear is a fighter and like wants to relive his heyday and puts on his old costume and it doesn't really fit so he gets into the ring as this masked you know fighter that he used to be and it like shrinks on him while he's up there and it is conveniently placed in such a way to match the black spots on the panda so everyone thinks that the panda fought and won and that same night he wasn't there, he was at a dance audition. So people will walk up to him and start congratulating him on doing so well. And he's like, you were there? You were there? And so he thinks that everyone's congratulating him on, on winning uh, on his dance audition and not for winning the fight. And then, it, so here's the whole story summed up. Um, the confusion is uh, identified between the uh, panda and his employer, the polar bear. And so the panda decides to fight for real in the next match. The polar bear bets against him. And of course he loses. And the polar bear dips town and panda takes over the fighting bar and turns it into a dance bar. You know. And podcast. Yeah. That's terrible. <sighs> yep. That is apps. There's another little bear that's like a. I don't a have bookie. any jokes for that. There's there's no, there's another little bear that's like a bookie that it's the joke. is modeled with a constant snot wad down his uh, his nose, and it, because they don't know how to animate anything at all, it just stays. You know, so when he moves, it just stays rigid. So it and it's always there. It looks like he's like bleeding resin from a tree. Kind Basically, of. yeah. Gross. Yep. You know, don't make if you're gonna make crap. Make it more entertaining. It's so bad, and don't release it to the public. Just ratatouille is not is is not very good either. Uh, surprise! Oh, really? Like you have to see Bummer. this abomination of a cat, though. In uh, ratatouille, um, oh, it's the sequel to Ratatouille where he becomes a tattoo artist instead of a, a chef. Oh, God, what is this? Oh, and it was actually uploaded by Video Brinquedo, huh. so like their stuff is available on their YouTube channel for free, apparently. Uh, uh the, the cat is towards the end blank. here. Microsoft 98. <laughs> this was definitely animated in paint. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we don't need the Blitz. Portuguese. Uh, so the cat should be coming up here pretty soon. Oh, there it is. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it run. Please, let's see it run. 
It is an abomination. It is so terrible. This is horrible. So is this just like a straight ripoff of Ratatouille, or do they try? Well, no, because the rats aren't making food for humans. It, there's this one rat who is, is making, who has his own restaurant that's just the best restaurant for all the rats. Oh. That's it. And he ends up, like, by the end, he ends up where, making what, friends with the what, cat. Where are... Th- I have no idea. No idea. I just... The camera pans are my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they obviously... They, just so abrupt and unnatural. And that... That movement? Uh, what movement is that? <laughs> what movement is happening here? Uh, he's doing the robot, clearly. That's like those... I uh, am... Those <laughs> Dutch clocks that have, like, the... He, he's, he's the 3D printer in reverse. <laughs> And uh, yeah. the bad guys in this are called the Aristocrats. Oh, no. You know, that's a, that's a sacred joke. <sighs> yes, it is. That is a sacred joke. and you Dying. Can, video Prinketo is not allowed. Oh, run, rat. Run, cat, run. Oh, it really is just the that's worst so thing in the world. Is it just like levitating and then moving over? It does this when it's running on its hind legs. There, there we go. There it is. There it is. Whoop, 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 whoop. He looks like um, what is his face? Uh, he plays. Uh, he's in Willow, among other things. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. The guy name. plays Grip Hook in the. It's not Billy Barty. It's um. No, it's uh, I can see. I can see the word blurred out in front of me. Yeah, um, but it looks like if he, him in costume running. <laughs> anyway, that killed the podcast. We'll never see you guys again. I'm sorry, <laughs> we are dead. Uh, that was supposed to be a rave for this podcast. Animated opinions, uh, they're great. Uh, Emily and Mel, very funny. Um, and th- so far, they have watched uh, Barnyard. They've talked about Barnyard, Strange Magic, Mars Needs Moms. Uh, Video Brinketo titles, uh, Space Chimps, and uh, their episode uh, this week was uh, Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. Um, a so, French rock opera about a part clock, mostly, mostly boy, boy, Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. All right. You are a so, clock. Yeah. Check them out. They are a lot of fun. Um, anyone else have uh, any rants or raves? No. no. I just want to apologize to Jasmine for having my car just slightly in front of her on accident. <laughs> I am so sorry, Jasmine. You know, this one's for you. You know, when he slammed his car into the house when he arrived and just, you know. I mean, I thought it was okay. The, the garage door's only mostly destroyed. Stop writing checks you can't cash, son. <laughs> Thank you for watching and or listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.